and welcome to the after party behind the mic where a bunch of amateur voice actors hang out and talk about voice acting and other things. My name is Wilhelmina. I am your host today and on the topic of, well, acting. Joining, well, joining, <laughs> joining me today, I have the wonderful voices of... Alex Cato. Hi. Ashley Secon. Hi. What's going on? It's Edmund. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. So, to get the ball rolling, what is acting? I really want to know what everyone kind of, when they first started out and where we are now, you know, six or seven months since we've all kind of started our journey, at least since I'm aware, since we've met each other. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your opinion on, on what do you think acting is, Alex? Um, hmm, that's a great question. Um, I'll start with, um, so I've been doing a couple of, I've been acting for like a lot of my life. Um, I started in high school. Um, someone came in and did a thing and said, hey, join the, the take theater this year. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that. And I did that for my entire high school career and I loved it. And um, something that I really, really enjoyed about it was just, um, it's a lot of, acting is a lot of courage. It's a lot of um, being able to kind of have an understanding of yourself and kind of have having the courage to put yourself out there and um, to be vulnerable emotionally in front of like a person, like your scene partner or like an audience and really, you know, creating that convincing performance because of like your understanding of your own feelings. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, what do you think acting, what, what is acting to you? Hmm. Well, I will say I, I had a little bit of a different idea uh, of what it was before I actually started you know, trying to do it. Um, I initially started out with this idea of like, oh, these people, they learn these scripts and it's so great and they memorize them and they can go up and they recite them and they're, they're just really good at it. You know, they must have a natural talent. And then in, in undergrad, I had um, an elective free, so I decided to take uh, an acting class. And so much of it is instead just being in the moment. I mean, you may have lines you have to memorize, but a lot of it is, is if you're on stage with somebody else, you know, playing off of your fellow actor. And if not, then it's sort of, you know, imagining the scene, especially with voice acting in this case, you know, it's imagining the scene in your head and what is the character feeling? What is the character? It's like stepping into that character's skin. You know, it's like... And it, it's, it's so much uh, different than I had originally thought it was, but much more rewarding for all that. Definitely. Edmund. Uh, for me, when I think about acting, I think of it as creation and imagination taking place. When you're acting, or when other people act, they go out there and they craft something for the audience, for the camera, for whoever's going to consume that content. And they're using their ability to move, to speak, to, you know, vocalize, to create that imaginary scene or that physical scene if you're an on-screen actor, and so on and so forth, for the consumer to digest and to understand. And maybe it's just because I'm a communications major, but I think it's such a powerful way of communicating. It it adds so much depth uh, with acting, you know, through the different ways you can say things, through the different body movements. It's just a very rich medium of communicating, storytelling, or, you know, whatever else the project is that you're working on, advertising. It's just a very rich medium. 
yeah, definitely. For me, it's like, um, because acting for me is just creating something. Um, it's such a weird, because like, yeah, you like, actually, like you were saying, like originally, you know, my idea of acting was just, you know, it is, it's, it, it is sort of uh, pretending in a way. Mm-hmm. When I originally, I originally saw it as, you know, these people are, are pretending. But over time, it's kind of, no, these people are becoming when they're acting. And I think that's, that's really cool. And a big part for me, too, yeah, is, is the imag- imagination mm-hmm. portion of it. Um, is uh, putting yourself into that role. Acting is creating something for other people to relate with and, and enjoy and consume. And it's such a such a weird and such a cool thing <laughs> acting is. Yes. What a weird thing <laughs> acting is. Yeah. I, I think like, it's, it's appealing because in some ways instead of, for example, like a golf, it's like you may play golf, but you will never master it, but that's the appeal. I feel like acting yeah. is also that way. Definitely. Especially with like the so characters. Too. Like, um, what I enjoy is um, like reading or seeing people um, when you read something and you see a villain in this like, book or game, it's like, oh, he's a bad guy, I don't like him. But if you're chosen to like, like portray that villain, you can't really think, oh, this dude's a bad guy, I hate him. You're going to be that yeah. guy. And yeah. your performance is going to like suffer if you, if you keep telling yourself. You don't have to really align yourself mor- morally with the villain, but yeah. just kind of get an understanding of that why he's doing this and kind of figuring out. Absolutely. I think the saying, no one is a villain in their own mind, is very yeah. relevant. And to kind of build off of that sort of ability to put yourself into your role uh, without, you know, physically becoming that person, it, it, again, goes back to that sort of really rich way of communicating because as an actor, you, you begin to understand how your villain might think and what their motivations are that creates a very convincing performance and that, that kind of deep understanding that the actor and the character builds sort of together I think is, is just, it's such a powerful creation, it's such a powerful art you know? it's, it's really, it's really uh, beautiful to me personally that's really why I love acting yeah, yeah, I, I agree like acting is such a you hear it a lot, the, the term that when you're an actor you have to be very vulnerable in a lot of ways. Um, I think it's important to be able to differentiate still between yourself as a character and yourself out of the character. But when you are portraying that character, you you are very vulnerable. And uh, it's important to be able to kind of find inside yourself how that character is no longer a character, it's you. That is, that is who you are in that moment that you're acting. And I see it uh, used a lot too, that, that voice acting specifically is like boot camp for voice actors. <laughs> because in on-camera acting, in not all cases, but in most cases, you have the other actors on the stage with you that you can react to. They're there to help you move the scene mm-hmm. along and you're there to help them. But when you're voice acting, it's just you in that booth. And you gotta, you gotta be able to picture that scene in your head imagine yourself in that role on that stage in that scene while you're voice acting to me voice acting is kind of between because i'm an author and to me voice acting is kind of between 
writing where it's just you and the words on the page. And like, you know, stage acting where you have other actors yes. with you in that you really do have to engage your imagination as a voice actor. Oh yeah, oh definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm a trained stage actor myself. That's where I found most of my work. And um, I find that a lot of the different kinds of acting kind of bleed into each other, but I find that stage acting is very, very similar to voice acting because you're taught uh, very early on that you're playing to the cheap seat, you're playing to the people in the back. Um, so you really have to like kind of almost ham it up, really like lean into like the emotions, the feelings, the speech and project. And um, that kind of creates um, a bit more of an emotional response. Um, which is so necessary in voice acting because, yeah, it, it's just your voice. Uh, you're just talking, so um, the camera isn't going to pick up any of the subtleties of your face or anything like that, so you have to really kind of project, really add those emotional inflections, really, you know, just speak out how you're feeling because uh, you might not necessarily see what the character is doing. Yeah, but yeah, like just what, like what Ashley's saying, like visualizing that idea for yourself and then almost exaggerating that emotional response um, to, you know, make it, to make it a real character, to make this character come alive. Absolutely. Yeah, for me, it's like, um, I guess, that, yeah, that, that'll help us kind of roll into, into my next question that I'm curious about is, is some of the techniques that everyone sort of uses and... Imagination is such a, a huge factor. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to voice acting, because really, can you can you really voice act if you can't imagine yourself in that scene and feel it? Yeah, no, I think you'd have the emotional impact of like a stationary brick. So. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that you know, still still using body movements um, is very important, but you also have to remember your voice is the only thing that the audience is going to be able to hear. But using your body, you'll find that it comes out through your voice as well. I yeah, find that definitely. posture is very important for me. Like, if I can figure out what is this character's posture, like, mm-hmm. just their natural, like, I'm at ease, this is my way of being in the world kind of posture, that really helps me, for some reason, nail down the voice. Because it, then it just flows. Yeah, like taking out the mannerisms of the character yes. that, you're, yeah. that you are portraying yep. at the Even line. though nobody's going to see those, you know, it still yeah. it helps. Yeah, it helps. And that, it, it, really, it really does help. Like, you see um, behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, um, Dragon Ball Z characters, like, screaming and powering up, and they're, they're into it. And that, yeah, that only helps augment your performance when you do whatever you can, whatever makes you feel more in tune with that character, you do it. You do it, because no one else is going to see that at the end of the day, so that gives you All those, all those ugly facial expressions that you're making. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Your character is going to sound really cool anyway. Yeah. Those DBZ voice actors, they are red in the face. It is like they're yeah. going to faint as soon as the take's over. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they're doing it. They get, they get it. Especially, especially I mean, without yeah. hot, it can get in a booth. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like just uh, speaking personally, I'm, I, I voice act in my closet. So, you know, I'm surrounded by clothing. It's a closed door. And as I get into a performance, I, I really start acting and moving. And I'm like, 
almost jumping and screaming. I, I start working up a sweat, and I'm all nasty and disgusting yep. in my closet. <laughs> but it's okay, because it's all it's all that energy feeds itself into the performance. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because it's like, huh, have you been hitting the gym? No, I've been voice acting. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, just been in the booth for like a being in a, It's like being in a sauna. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, in the summer, in the summertime where I am, uh, I gotta have my air conditioner on for like an hour before I shut it off and I'm voice acting. Yep, because you can't have the background noise. Half hour before I'm like, (laughs) sweating. Yep. Take a break, turn the AC on again, let it cool off, go back to it. Open the door, vent the the heat. Yeah. And it's because it, you really have to do that. Like, um, you know, um, most voice actors like are standing up if they can, you know, like, um, yeah. oh, yeah, uh, yeah. it really helps. You can get a depth you can't get from sitting. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. I, I've tried it. And the difference is like shocking because, you know, not just your, you know, your body just like straight. It's like opened up and then yeah. just it really helps add to like whatever you're going to do. Like, you're going to like pull the sword or something or you're going to kind of, um, prep yourself to fight someone it's all action stuff yeah. I don't know why but uh, yeah it's exactly yeah. what it is it, that's, it, it helps you get into that you yeah. have yeah. Yeah. Easy I mean movements. I do want to I do want to note that yeah. that while standing up helps a lot I think with voice acting it is definitely possible to still voice act while sitting down oh, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely uh, yeah, definitely possible <laughs> especially if you're like compromise. <laughs> oh sorry go ahead no 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 go ahead you first because sometimes as a compromise, I don't want to be standing up because I feel just going really tired that day. But I will, I will be on my chair, but I will kneel, and that gives me a little more depth than I would have, you know, just sitting, you know, the way a normal person does. Uh, but not, but without um, being as taxing sometimes. It's kind of yeah, because exactly, because I would prefer like, like if I'm like putting out like like five or six auditions a day then that adds up and I think it's high yes <laughs> so yeah. yeah so um for some auditions and stuff I'll yeah definitely just be down and try to really still yeah it's all an emotional thing, yeah really like, mm-hmm. physical helps a lot but emotionally that's where you gotta be yeah and even if you are sitting down you can you know find a way to make it into performance you know like there are mm-hmm. there are ways of acting you know people can sit down in a scene, you know. So if you if you want to yeah. constrain yourself to a chair, mm-hmm. yet also still pretend that you're in that scene and acting through this character, it can add a lot of depth uh, as yeah. well. It, it goes yeah. back to the it harkens back to the idea that we no one sees what we're doing, so we could be doing yep. anything we want, exactly. whatever whatever makes our exactly. And that's but, something that I kind of learned just very recently in my very first mastering characters class, which was Apprentice. Is all all sometimes it takes to portray a character is changing the shape of your face which is amazing i didn't even have to stand up i didn't have to i hardly had to move my body even though i do that anyway because i have a ma- ma- just a massive habit of constantly flinging my arms around when i talk <laughs> i do but that too all it took was me changing the shape of my lips or placement of my tongue or mm-hmm. placement of my like where i like shake my voice or high pitch and it's all that's all I had to do to, to find all these different characters I can portray, and I didn't have to stand up for any of that. It was amazing. So it was a very it's interesting definitely possible. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, the human body is crazy. Really all the different. Yeah. The mouth is incredible. Yeah. Yes. Um, all these different things I can do with 
my mouth now. That yeah, I mean, oh, oh <laughs> Jesus, that Sarah, please. We are a family-friendly no, no, no. show. That's, that's the after-after party no. cast. That's the after-party after-after. Just say it, like, man. Voice you don't have say. to stand up. Just voice <laughs> actor things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just things my tongue can do nowadays is amazing. All the different things I can do with my mouth. Oh, never mind. It's all palette. We're going to come up with a compilation of, like, after-party stuff out of context. That's gonna be the first out one. Out of context. I wanna like all the tag out of context with my after things. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll put this on the promotional reel on my TikTok. And yes. I found it kind of interesting because um, when I was taking animation courses before I started to pursue voice acting, and just as an artist in general, when I am drawing a character, I am often finding myself making the face myself while I'm drawing. <laughs> Even though I can't see it, it helps me feel it. Yes. And I now I now realize I use that in voice acting. Uh, you, know, like th- I, you know, that's funny. When I, I don't draw, but I sometimes sculpt. And I find myself doing the same thing if I'm, like, doing a bust or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I am making the face that the bust is making. It's like I'm mirroring <laughs> this clay creation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, um, I took, over lockdown, I took, like, this, um, method acting course. It was, like, eight weeks of, like, Ooh, trying nice. to, method acting is interesting, but it's also, like, it personally for me, it's, like, it feels super dangerous, because it can get to some, like, kind of, kind of dark places. It kind of asks yeah. you to, um, uh, if you're having trouble accessing an emotional response for like a script or something then it asks you to remember certain things where you kind of felt like you might have you might like attack on time you might not know what it's like for your mother to get eaten by a giant monster spoiler alert for the first episode but um you can but you can find um moments like that where you felt like you kind of lost something important to you and um again it, it, it's helped it's helped in my performance a lot but it, it can get I remember like the first class we had a lot of people were just like afterwards like really quiet and we're like how was the class everybody we're like yeah, yeah and then also back around to voice actor like actors in general can be in, have to put themselves in very vulnerable states of mind sometimes to voice act or to act yep. yeah that, that vulnerability and that you know reaching into those those personal experiences so that you can portray an emotion for a character it gets it gets really tough especially in you know like you said you know i haven't had my mother personally eaten by a giant monster but <laughs> and i hope that i have uh, hopefully yeah, jesus knock on wood <laughs> but uh you know i I've, I've lost people before in you know quite sudden ways and so to kind of key into that emotion you, you take yourself to that personal space to empathize yes because if you personally haven't experienced that you still need to be able to you know feel how how would you how would you feel Mm -hmm. if that happened to you and then start feeling that feeling even though it's never happened to you before you still have to understand how it would feel and that will help with your acting even though it's it's not fun and it's and you know i don't think it's ever a good idea to hurt yourself in any way when you're acting 
but you do have to put yourself in some very vulnerable states in order to act sometimes yeah. and to portray things, you know, yep. with a with a genuine force. But it's also important to be able to come back from it <laughs> when the scene is over. I think yeah. that's very important. And yeah. there are a lot of different. Well, I like that you brought up method acting, Alex. There's a lot of. There's a few different types of method acting. And, uh-huh. um, method acting has changed so much over the years since it was first introduced. Uh, I think Stanislavski was the first yep, one who kind of started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creating it. Yeah. So, um, and it was. Uh, just sort of been evolving over the years to the point where there are certain uh, method actings that we just don't see as morally, it's like morally gray (laughs) sometimes. Like a lot of people, Um, I think the like commercial idea of method acting is like, um, oh, I'm the Joker, so I'm gonna like send a bunch of weird shit to (laughs) my coworkers. Not naming any names. No, just, just an example off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, you know, there are people, you know, actors who have, like, gained or lost weight or spent time in, uh, mm-hmm. oh, one of my favorites that's, like, more recent is, uh, is, um, oh, no, my brain just disappeared. Uh, what's this, the, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that my brain just disappeared like that. But, you you, but the, the guy who portrays the, the Witcher? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, 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 Henry Cavill. Freaking, yeah, Henry. Oh, my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. Um, I think he, if I remember correctly, he spent some time just wearing Geralt's outfit, <laughs> like sleeping in it and everything. <laughs> you know, but the, you know that could be method acting or it could just be, you know, an actor who's super nerdy about this game and books that he loves. And Hard to really maybe say he's just happy one. to cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, is random, this is a random sort of... Like, no, guys, it's method Example. acting. Yeah. Secretly um. gushing behind the scene. <laughs> like, look at my outfit, guys. I'm the Witcher. Secretly oh my standing goodness. behind the set going, winds howling to himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? There was, uh, back in the day, I think it was the movie The Pianist, and uh, Adrian Brody uh, was portraying a man who at one point in the movie, you know, um, is supposed to look like he is starving, and he actually went so far as to, to be like halfway starving oh, as an actor. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you talk about your method acting. It's just like, you know, sir, sir, I want to make you a sandwich. Please eat some food. Oh my goodness, you're going to waste away. Please, please. please. I Christian don't think Bale is ever... also really big on that sort of method acting of taking yeah, the physicality. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, Matt Damon in The Martian for when he was like starving on Mars mm. for that ending sequence. Crazy the the just the, the length that some actors go to and yeah. on one hand you know that's a choice that's a choice I personally don't think it's a good idea to harm yourself in any way when you're well, I have always uh, read enough that that's not even an option <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know I, again that's 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 the nice thing about voice acting exactly too, you don't have to look <laughs> in a certain way you don't necessarily have to look but the thing is there's always makeup and stuff too but in the end it's the actor's personal choice of how they feel is the best way for them to be able to get into their character's position and if that's how they find it that's that's their personal choice in the end and i think it, it takes um, a really big importance on just like how much you can use the actor can use empathy as a tool in Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get into that position empathy of being a and imagination. Empathy and imagination. Yep. You don't have to yeah. starve yourself to be stranded on Mars for 30 days. Just, <laughs> just think about it. And it's, yeah, that's what I love about voice acting is that I'm I'm already a very imaginative person. So yeah. I, 
don't know, voice acting has become such a wonderful creative outlet for me mm-hmm. as someone who is a creative. Because when I get into, when I put myself into these scenes, um, it's, I, yeah, I have so much fun no matter what I'm portraying, if it's tragic yeah. or angry or, you know, exactly. sad, it does, like it doesn't matter, or happiness. I have so much fun creating that world. Yeah. Yes. Even yeah. if it's just for like one Absolutely. or two lines. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, doing, like I'm, I'm sorry, Alex. Go ahead. Very renewing somehow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely, it's extremely nice. You know, as, as a kid, I was also yeah. extremely imaginative and, uh, not embarrassed to say, I I would you know act out the things that I would see on like TV or in movies. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I, would, oh, yeah. I would like jump that. around. <laughs> yeah, when I was on like, yeah. when I saw yeah. Star Wars, dude, right. I was fucking jumping off of couches and <laughs> rolling gonna, my ankle. Yes. Oh my goodness, I did the same I, I thing. Wanna, I jumped off the couch as a kid. I want to say something that I, I haven't really told people in public, but I used I I know I still do. I love Power Rangers, and I have since I was like a little kid. Yes. And so when I was a little kid, um, people would ask me who I was, and I'm like, oh, I'm Alex. I'm the Red Power Ranger, and uh, oh, I didn't yeah. care. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I always power, wanted like Power Ranger. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. I'll be honest, dude. Those I'm Power Rangers are so fit. Yeah. They're like <laughs> like Impossibly. them doing the exercises. And like I hurt myself a lot trying to do what they did. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Lots of lots of skin. When I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just. I was just gonna. I was gonna say what I'm a little bit older than you guys, and when I was a kid, I had like one of those little, almost sort of top hat looking things you could buy. It's very cheap, made of plastic, and the hat was very shiny with glitter, and it was kind of a dark purple color. And I would like bounce around the basement because we had a basement where we would watch TV. And I would sing along to the song and pretend I was Darkwing Duck. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's what's so fun about voice acting and acting is that I can take these times from my childhood yes. when, I, when yeah. I used to pretend to be the... when I See, when I was a kid and I would pretend, yes. and I know we're on a podcast so nobody can see me using quotations, but I am using... <laughs> when I would pretend to be someone, when I was a kid, I was not pretending. That was who I was in that moment. Exactly. So yes. coming exactly. back over to, to acting and voice acting, yep. I'm able to do that again, and now I can do it as a, as a job, and it is yes. a blast. Exactly. It's, am- it's like you're just playing it's pretend like- again with more skills. So mm-hmm. again, it's such a weird thing, but a little bit more. Yeah. wow, is it fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, going, like, going back to like uh, you know the way the mouth moves and stuff, uh, you know, highest yes. form of flattery is pretending to sound like someone, right? So I, w- I used to do that. I would imitate <laughs> other people. <laughs> And oh, man. I was really bad at the beginning, right? Um, like, I was just <laughs> awful, not even knowing you close. But, like, naturally, through me pretending to be other people, I, I, you know, developed the skill to alter my voice to sound like different things. I think the first real accent that I solidly landed was FPS Russia. Um, his Russian <laughs> oh, accent. Oh, that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, and I was so proud of it, and people thought that I was like, how did you do that? And I was like, I just kept doing it, and I was shit, and I was shit, and I was shit, and then I nailed it. I couldn't tell yeah. you. <laughs> and, you know, now, I, now that I I'm love... older, um, I kind of understand that it's, it's the way that you place your mouth and the different ways that you kind of enunciate yeah. and put yeah. vowels. But, like, you know. If you, can't, if you don't learn how to work your mouth and work your throat and all that, oh, my God, more things that can yeah. If you don't learn uh, <laughs> how to do that, you know, you're going to sound the same. 
Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. Well, it's and I, such a weird thing. Um, I was just, that, the first accent I learned how to do was listening to people at Puja. Uh, religious service Indian anyway and I would come back home and be like and so and so said this and I would say it the way they had said it trying to tell my mom and she's like I don't understand what you're saying speak English I'm like I am speaking English <laughs> my mom is, is from the south. Yeah. I find so myself you doing that so much the contrast now. between a southern Definitely. accent and like a yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. so hilarious because since I've started voice acting, every time I'm I hear a commercial or I hear like I'm playing a game and and one of the mm-hmm. characters says something, I instinctually repeat it back. Yes. Yes. Like a minute now. Mockingbird, like, yeah. and I I never used to do that, but now I do it all the time. I do that too. It's like I've become the annoying kid who yeah. just repeats what you just said the way you just said it. You know. Yeah. If a video game has like like a video game like Undertale or like um, I played The World Ends with You, where they have dialogue, but it's like just more mm-hmm. speech bubbles. If yeah. there's speech bubbles with no um, voices attached to them, I do it. Like that. Yeah. Like, I, it's either me by myself or with some friends, just doing those characters and try to like create their characters and their emotional moments for ourselves. Because you know, that's, yeah, that's really what what it's doing. And now I get to sit here behind the mic and do it maybe for a living. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say I had kind of a similar experience, but like pre the digital age, right? is when I was growing up, I would read comic books. I would do the same thing. This is just word bubbles on a page. And you have to fill in your own inflection. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's interesting, too, is, like, because one of the things that I find is, is a struggle that I'm slowly improving on is that I can imagine what this voice is supposed to sound like in my head, what this character should sound like. And then sometimes I, when I say it out loud, I just can't get it. And so mm-hmm. it's like having to do that sometimes just over and over and over again yep. until, I, until I sound yeah. Yeah. right. Yep. This and is the struggle sometimes. Yeah. yeah like imagination minute, but... is fantastic, but you have to be able to bring that inward, yep. outward. Understanding how yeah. your face works, how your how the mouth muscles work, and how sounds are made is really, really beneficial as an actor. Because that gives you the control yes. you need yes. to access that imagination and to portray those voices. It gives yeah. you the range you know, to go into those different accents, to pretend that you're those people, and to be, uh, maybe you get into a different character, you get into a different Are you practicing? <laughs> and Do we want to speak in accents for the rest of the podcast? Just showing off. Yeah. I think I finally managed to master the southern accent. <laughs> Which one, I say, Which knowing so there funny. are like six different ones? Because I was having, I was actually having trouble with that. Because I was like, you know, occasionally I'll say something undertoned in that accent by accident. Because that's just how I speak sometimes. Um, but I was having trouble kind of getting that southern accent right. And then after taking the class, I realized, oh, all I have to do is kind of perk up one side of my mouth. And it comes a little more naturally when I do that. When I could, I couldn't do that before. <laughs> I was going to say, what's interesting to me is, so um, I live in a state that can't really decide whether it's part of the South or part of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my mother came from South Carolina, but not coastal South Carolina, Midland South Carolina, which is a different accent from coastal South Carolina, which is a different wow. accent from the mountain <laughs> part of South Carolina, which is entirely different from the Virginia Tidewater accent or the Texas accent, which are what people tend to think of as the quote-unquote southern accent. It'll either be the yeah. Virginia Tide. 
your oh, text and oh, like this, you know, yeah. like then with scarlet. <laughs> Wordly, I'm from Texas, you know. I mean, it's just one of the, yeah. So howdy, y'all. Howdy. Yeah. So the funny thing is, is that uh, my mother, uh, she's originally from the Midlands of South Carolina, and she lived in Kentucky for a number of years, and then she happened to be in Texas with her father, and um, some people in Texas asked her father, is your daughter from Texas? <laughs> because apparently if you mix Midland, South Carolina with the Central Kentucky, you get Texas? Question mark? I guess so. <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark? Accents are funny, man. Accents that's are a, funny like when you're, fun. That too, oh, yeah. and that's another thing, is like when you're acting, you're not always, like again, like sometimes, sometimes you, your character will have an accent, or sometimes mm-hmm. you'll give your character an accent. And at that point, I feel like, personally, for me at least, it becomes even more difficult to act, to, mm-hmm. to be, because obviously I don't have an accent as far as I'm aware. Um, I, I mean, obviously I do, but not one that I will recognize, and not well, one that a lot of people would put like a trope on. Well, your accent is accents. the standard American Midwestern accent. Yeah, neutral yeah, American. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like, yeah, it's funny because when I go up to Iowa to visit family, my family up there are always like, no, we can tell you guys are from uh, a different state. Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you you mean? It's like, well, you don't have the (laughs) Iowa accent. And I'm like, there's an accent? Well, you know, the funniest thing one time speaking of accents and and how kind of relative they are sometimes. uh, Back in the day when the Discovery Channel actually showed a lot of documentaries, not a bunch of reality TV. I watched nature documentaries with British narrators David for hours, hours of the right? There you go. That's how it starts. And, well, and the funny thing was, the funny thing was, after that, they had the Amazing Race or something, and I was, and they had some people on, and I was like, who are these people? They sound like Hicks from Wisconsin. <laughs> and then I realized after I know I'm nothing against Wisconsin and nothing against Hicks. I live in a state where everything, a lot of everything Hicks, against Wisconsin. But what I'm saying is, the funny thing is, that was my impression after listening to this received pronunciation British accent for so long. Well, it turns out I watched that next program for like the next 10 minutes until my brain had a chance to catch up. And I realized these are not Hicks from Wisconsin. They're speaking with a standard American accent. (laughs) Oh my goodness, is this what we sound like to Brits? (laughs) Is this what we sound like? Accents are relative. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny it's that there's just a slight difference of accents. But uh, we are kind of nearing the end of our time today. Sorry. <laughs> oh. No, actually, you know, accents are, are such a fun topic to discuss because again, like accents come into voice acting a lot, and oh, yes. accents can can change a character yeah. so much. Very much. Like yeah. you could take a character with with a heavy like Scottish accent and then throw like yeah, throw like a standard American accent. That's not the same character anymore. Who is it? And it's, you know what's so it's such powerful a cool thing to think about, about as well about an accent is that it's it's an identity and a voice tells yeah, a story yes. as much as any emotion does because like you said you know Midwestern or uh, Midland South Carolina mixed with Kentucky apparently gave you Texas so that that combination of apparently. sounds <laughs> can tell us a story as much as anything that you do as an actor one of our one of our friends yeah. one of our peers Cora is uh, from. Russia. She's from Rachel. Russia, right? And then she moved yeah. over to the UK, and so she's got this yeah. really awesome Eastern Bloc uh, English uh, United Kingdom accent, and 
it's uh it's such a unique sound and that yeah. kind of and for uh, for anyone interested you can find Cora on a few of our other podcasts you can definitely go and listen to her amazing voice yes <laughs> listen to all of our podcasts yes <laughs> but yeah, we'll tell so, you which podcast you have to find it yeah, yeah. so just so listen to all voices tell a story just as much as acting tells a story and so when you're able to place a character and tell their journey with the sound of your voice damn you're pretty damn good at your job yeah one thing i did um uh when i was still stage acting um i was given a script of just two characters and one's freaking out and the other's like calm and trying to calm them down trying to explain things and i'm playing the guy that's freaking out so what i did with a friend was we kind of just we were both good at both good at impressions so we kind of just like did it as different like like tv duos like we did it as like charlie and matt from it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> and then we did it as uh, i don't know if anyone's seen the good place but we did like chidi and jason and mm-hmm. um Ch- oh, nice. and charlie specifically they're two characters that freak out a lot but in very very different ways like chidi's very yes. neurotic and he has like vocabulary to explain why he's freaking out and then charlie does not but they're still both freaking out and you know um just doing something like adding impressions to that really helped me formulate this the character i was portraying and why they're freaking out and why i would be freaking out in this moment if it were me going through what's going on in the script so yeah um being able like just changing your voice changing helps to like change your attitude about the script and like find different things from like those impressions and those practices that oh i like what i did in this script um and then i like what i did in the, uh in the other with the other voice and yeah it, it really helped to kind of formulate a character so i, I what i did yeah. was took a lot of different impressions into this one character and it really helped me shape it for myself there's a different emphasis a different place you kind of kind of draw this out but then you kind of clip it for this you know to bring the emphasis in and it just it, it really does help flesh out a character yeah yes. i love how ac- just an accent can change the portrayal of a character in some drastic mm-hmm. way it's such a neat mm-hmm. thing to play with and with that i think we've kind of reached the end of our time would anyone like to any any extra inputs anyone would like up. I think we're good. We covered a lot of ground. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the silences. Oh no! I think, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, acting is mainly about trying new things, trying new things, and not yeah. being afraid to do that, and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acting, acting is playing. Acting yeah. is creating. Oh, when I act, I pretend. I mean, and often there is no one else in the room, but I pretend that I'm the only person who's ever going to hear this. Which is the same as when I write. I'm the only person who's ever going to read this. You have to do that. Otherwise, your nerves will get the better of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So play around. Be curious. Be imaginative. Find out what's working and put it onto your microphone. That's all it is, really. And I, I really like the way Alex started out, too, with acting is courage. 
Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Acting mm-hmm. is being vulnerable and courageous at the same yeah. time. You have you a just lot. Just lay of, it all out there. Yeah, you can do a lot of accents and impressions with your friends, but um, when it comes to portraying that, to really, really portraying that, it does take mm-hmm. a bit of time, and that's. Even if you commit to learning how to act, that's the hardest thing that you'll ever have to do. But once you get there, oh, once you absolutely. like land it, even just a little bit, mm, <laughs> it's beautiful. It feels great. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We've been the After Party. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the After Party Behind the Mic. And uh, have a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. See you guys. (laughs)